Hey guys, welcome to the Living and Collective podcast, where we are inspiring and equipping women into living their full lives while working together as the collective. Lacey and Christy. Hello. We're back from the summer. I'm so excited to be back. Me too. You had a really fun summer. You were gone a long time. Was gone a long time. You were were afraid. We were afraid we were gonna lose you. (laughs) Lose you to the mountains. It was close. It was a close call. I thought I was gonna lose you to the beach. We would have just been worlds apart, but always together. But so glad that you're back. You had a great time in Park City. It was awesome. Good. Kind of like a reset. Reconnect with the family, slow down. We needed a big, like, slow down. And that's the hardest part about the chaos of life is it almost takes, I mean, I think it takes, I love that you guys got to go for a prolonged period of time because it kind of takes a week or two just to slow down. Oh, it totally did. I was like, I had all this nervous energy the first week and like, go, 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 what are we going to do? And then I was like, oh, wait, I don't need to do that. It's awesome. And then just to be in nature, and a big part of your being gone was being active yeah, and just like putting activity into your life every day, riding your bike everywhere, bikes. Yes. Everywhere. It was awesome. That kind of like organic active lifestyle was exactly what we needed. We escaped the Texas heat. It was great. Like it just, and you could see even, you know, starting a hike in the morning, 20 minutes in, like the kids moods changed. I mean, you see like the natural endorphins just happen in everyone. It's super cool. I mean, that's awesome. That's really so ideal. Like it it is, if I could describe my perfect day, it really is like getting up and just doing some kind of low, it doesn't have to be like get up and immediately work out, but just something that gets you outdoors in the sun, in nature before it gets too hot. It's such a great way to start And how was all your beach time? You were east and west coast? So good. East coast, west coast. It was so good. Just like people on the east coast because that's where my family is. So that's just so like filling to my heart. And then west coast is just my spirit place it is my happiest I place it's that. so much fun so a little hiking a lot of beach time and then just like a lot of reconnecting with good friends as y'all know from the podcast it was just a really good reconnection that's awesome. So I love that for for us and y'all we are trying to bring back some of that vibe so we met we met for our first meeting last week and we yes. rode our bikes we did Someone was like, well, Lakeway is at a biking community. I was like, well, why not? We're going to make it a biking We're gonna community. We're going to make it. We're going to do it. And it's great. We had a great meeting and sidewalks everywhere. We rode there. We rode there. We got acai bowls. It was about 104. I know. We rode home. <laughs> we went to bed really early that <laughs> night. <laughs> the heat did not affect us at all. Just no. kidding. It did. Electrolytes. But come fall... We're going to be on. We're going to be on because we're already going to be in the rhythm. So any of you who want to join us, I need to get a helmet. So we're going to practice safe biking. Yes, safe biking. But otherwise, Lakeway or Austin is a great place to bike. Mm -hmm. So we're going to bring it it in a little more. Bring in some of our summer magic. I love that. Into our community. Let's keep doing it. Awesome. Well, we're really excited about our episode we have for you today. Um... We've got a really great topic that we're both very passionate about. It's really changed both of our lives. Absolutely. Um, or at least our the way that we view food and eating and just planning ahead and the way that we structure sort of the way that we nourish our bodies. Yeah. Today we're talking about macros. 
that buzzword is kind of starting to get into all levels um, of fitness and people and everyone's like, what are macros? What are macros? Um, so we're going to talk to you guys today about the basics of macros and what that means. And that's what we really love about our position because um, we feel like we get the honor of kind of bridging a gap between the super crazy workout world yes. of you know bodybuilding or CrossFit or hardcore fitness who that community has been using macros for a long, long time to structure the way that they eat and getting the goals that they want and being able to um, utilize food in a way that's beneficial to their bodies. We get to kind of bridge the gap and make it a little bit more easy to understand, not so um, intimidating, I guess. Absolutely, like you could, yeah. it could be like a little intimidating, but it's not. It's really, really simple. It's something everyone can use. Yep. I think that's exactly right. And I love, um, I love that idea. And when we first started talking about this, we're like, how do we bring this to everybody? Because it is such a great tool for anybody and everybody. And, you know, the elite athletes, a lot of the um, professional athletes use all these tools and they, they definitely can be utilized by anybody. So that's great. I'm super excited about that. Me too. Yeah. And, and any, any type of way that you enjoy eating. So we've had clients that were vegan before. We've had clients that were paleo, paleo-ish. We've had clients that really love working out. We have clients that are more sedentary. Um, the really cool part about tracking your macros, or of which we'll get into in just a little bit, um, is that you can really customize them to whatever type of lifestyle you enjoy. So it can really work for anyone. And most of us who have ever worked with a dietitian or a nutritionist have probably had our macronutrients structured for us in some sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> I looked out the window for a hot second. <laughs> I'm back. I'm here. You've got a lot of action going on on your watch. I do. I love it. The, the benefit and drawback of wearing an Apple Watch, I, it's actually never dinged at me, so I was like, what just happened? This is real life, folks. It is. This is real life, and that's, we're not trying well, yes. to pretend like we're not. We're not. We're here. We are in the trenches with you. You know what? I actually even, um, I'll start like super basic. I talked to my kids about macronutrients this summer because um, we were eating different meals and just even talking to them about balancing food. So macronutrients are the basis of all, all the food that we eat, the calorie caloric foods. So macronutrients are proteins, carbs, and fat. And then there's micronutrients, which are non-caloric, but they're all the vitamins and minerals that we get. And those micronutrients are just as important as the macronutrients. But um, mac macronutrients, your protein, carbs, and fat, that makes, it's in all of our foods, and that's what makes up your energy total for the day. Yes, and they each have a specific role that helps your body, so that's why it's important, um, especially if you have any sort of goals that you're trying to attain, whether they're you know, active goals, running a marathon, um, increasing muscle if you're lifting, or just as a woman, a lot of times it's a little bit harder for us to just be strong or have um, lean muscle. And so, you know, whatever type of goals that you have, it is very important that you're eating in such a way to nourish those goals. Absolutely. So it's really not um, tracking your macros or you know, figuring out what macronutrients you need. It isn't about a specific diet. It's looking at 
um, your body, your lifestyle, and what you need to sustain yourself and your goals. If you want to um, build muscle, if you want to lose body fat, if you want to have more energy in the gym, you kind of assess all of those goals and then figure out, okay, these are how much protein, carbs, and fat I need to be eating. Um, it's super basic and it's, it isn't a diet. It's not a um, plan. It's not restrictive. It's not, it's not um, a 30-day thing. Um, which is why we really love it. And we, we both personally have found so much freedom in macros and then also with our clients. Absolutely. It really, we were just talking about this earlier, talking about, um, a friend that we were having a conversation with about macros and how it truly does take three months mm-hmm. really to kind of the first month is a, a little bit of a learning curve. Cause you are to get some metrics, to get something that's measurable, you are going to have to track, not perfectly, but probably a little more than what you're used to, Mm -hmm. measure a little more than what you're used to. By month two, you're able to guess a little more, measure a little less, but still kind of stay on track with those, you know, with the measurements. By month three, you're able to eyeball a lot of things a lot better. You're able to eyeball what four ounces of meat, five ounces of meat looks like a cup of vegetables, Mm -hmm. or, you know, we even have ways of using your hand and your palm and your fist to kind of eyeball things. Like when you're three months into it, and then even your body's reception to uh, eating this way and, and getting nourished the way that it needs that probably most of us in our fast paced lives just aren't nourishing our bodies the way that Mm -hmm. they need. Um, it really does take about three months for your body to kind of, you know, get, to a place where it's like feeling its absolute best. And um, it is, it's, lo- it's not a challenge, which is what I love about it because it really is a lifestyle. Absolutely. And I think that people get hung up on, um, and we struggle with it too, with our clients like, oh gosh, you're gonna have to weigh and measure and all this. But I think it's so valuable for anybody at a point in their life to go through this exercise because um, and we hear it all the time, we drastically underestimate how much we're actually eating. Um, so when you go through the exercise of really measuring out that tablespoon of peanut butter, um, which I no longer have to do because I can scoop it up and I can tell, it it always is less than you think. Um, and it, it's a great exercise in figuring out serving sizes and, oh gosh, this these 10 chips right here are actually one serving size and that did not fill me up. I would like to eat the whole bag of chips. Um, so I think it's a great exercise and it's, it isn't forever, like you said, but it's just great to start that way and figuring out you know, being more intentional about those quantities to figure out what you're eating and how much you're eating. Absolutely. And just like with your bank account, how you choose when you know how much is in your bank account and you know how much something costs, or you know, I want to do three different things, but I can only pick one. Being able to assess it like the full picture, this is exactly how much it's going to cost. This is how much I have. It's the same idea with your food because you might think like, okay, I could have you know, six chips is going to meet my goal or an entire bowl of vegetables with, you know, an apple on the side is, you know, and and sometimes I pick chips because I love them and they're delicious. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think, you know what, I'm really hungry. Six chips is not going to do much for me. You know, I'd rather pick some voluminous food, some food that's really going to be a lot more to eat. Or if I'm, you know, it's, it's just a better way of being able to make those good choices mm-hmm. instead of kind of blindly trying to go through your day and figure out what should I be totally. eating? How much? Well, even so I'm going to go back to my kids for mm-hmm. the example, but, um, we went and had smoothies for breakfast one day this summer. We biked over and 
then we were at lunch and um, we ate out again um, and they wanted to order mac and cheese. And I was like, okay, let's talk about like your breakfast was all sugar and carbs, which is totally fine. But then we have these other areas like protein and fat that you need to fill up in your day too. So we're not going to have all carbs again just for lunch. So talking with them just kind of about, it's just eating a balanced diet. Um, and through the process of tracking, that's how you know you're at the right balance. And you know, your body's going to tell you too, you're going to feel better. You're going to perform better. You're going to, you're going to shed that body fat that you've been holding on to. Your body's really just going to love having that balance. Absolutely. I think that's the number one way I can tell, um, Lacey and I were talking just a little bit ago about how now, you know, for her and I, when we go on vacation, you know, we don't need to track, like you kind of can guesstimate and you're not that usually that far off. Cause it's just such a natural part of our mm-hmm. lives. Or there's some days that we just are like, I'm not even forget it. Yes, for yeah. sure. We live our lives and enjoy enjoy them. But um, that that you can your body will tell you. Like now, I'm so used to feeling balanced every day mm-hmm. that when I do go on vacation, I can usually tell by like noon or two o'clock if it has been a day where I haven't had a good balance, especially the fat or the protein. You know, I will start to feel a little foggy or a little weird in my head or just feel like a little lethargic where getting that balance now now that I know what it feels like to feel consistently energized on a daily basis it's a lot more noticeable when I'm off which is right kind of a cool and usually um we were talking earlier about kind of like three things that people really want um they want to perform well in exercise in their daily life they want to be able to lift things and move things and be able to exercise and not feel totally exhausted through that um the second one less than scale weight I say you want to look good naked we have clients all the time that like well I want to lose weight well the weight doesn't really matter you want to be a certain size and you want to feel good at that size you want to look good without your clothes on yes that's I just feel I think that's the reality of it more than a number yes um and then the last one you just want to like feel energized and strong and healthy throughout your day um and that's where I kind of think the whole diet factor is going to never fulfill all three of those things. Um, if you're super restrictive with any of your uh, macronutrients, say you're not getting enough protein or you're totally cutting out carbs, you're going to suffer in one of those areas for sure. Absolutely. And that's not, that's not sustainable. And that's why, especially for females, um, you tend to see that yo-yo dieting circle. So we try like at the beginning of the school year, we think, Oh my gosh, I was off the off the wagon all summer. I'm going to get on. I'm really going to dig in. You might find your favorite magazine has a 30-day challenge or your favorite person on Instagram that you follow and it's incredibly restrictive. It might not seem like it to you or but but like if you looked at the numbers, it's incredibly restrictive. Yeah. And then you wonder why, you know, 15 days into it, like you're just ready to eat all the burgers you can mm-hmm. see. And then we tend to blame ourselves that like, oh my gosh, I, I'm just so undisciplined or I just can't, or maybe a friend is posting that she's doing it this way and you just feel like, oh, compared to her, I'm such a you know, failure where it's not, it's not true. We weren't designed to restrict ourselves like no. that. We weren't designed to feel, we have busy days and busy lives mm-hmm. and you can't Go play tennis and have lunch with your girlfriends and pick your kids up from school and take them on a walk and take them to sports on a very low calorie mm-hmm. diet. That's just not good for your body no. or your hormones no. or 
if you can't sustain a certain nutrition plan for a, a year or more, you're on the wrong nutrition plan. In my I love opinion. that. I love that too. That's my favorite. Is that your thing? Because I really... I don't know. Do I keep saying that? I feel like maybe. I've, I've heard you say it just only a couple of times, but I think it sounds organically like it's coming from your heart. And I totally. just love that way as women to assess something. Can I do this for a year? It's really sexy to do a 30-day challenge. And I'm not saying for some people like that really does boost you to, to get to a place that creates a lifestyle. So that's great. If right. cutting out sugar for 30 days gets you to a place where then you can eat sugar in moderation or not at all for a whole year. That's mm -hmm. great. But if it really is just a super restrictive diet that you're going to pretty much completely abandon after 30 mm -hmm. days, you're really causing a lot of stress to your metabolism. You're not totally fueling it, your muscles the yes. way you need to. And as women, it, we're not talking about muscles, like boom muscles. We're talking about lean body mass because yeah. most of us women aren't building massive muscle. Yeah. We're just wanting to feel firm and strong and not. And people get so caught up in how they look as opposed to like what they're doing to their health. Yes. Um, which is where I struggle. And I, I mean, full disclosure, I've tried everything. I've done it all. I've been totally guilty of the five day juice cleanse, the 30 day, you know, clean, the all, everything. Like I've tried them all. Um, and I, I've always had something missing in all of them. And I never, ever thought any of those programs were sustainable for me. I was like, this is just, there was always a time end and I could not wait for it to end. Which yes. then usually led to weight gain back and overeating yes. and compensating for starving myself for 30 days and Absolutely. how much havoc I wrecked on my body. And now I really try to tell clients and we promote like even if you're not at your goal weight I if you're eating right you're gonna feel so good and I always ask I'm like well how do you feel and if someone's feeling good they're gonna have the confidence to just bam be where they want to be even if the scale never isn't where it is or all the metrics that they think is a success if you're feeling awesome it's gonna just overpower everything and I feel like that's the foundation of our message Absolutely, is that you are going to change as a woman, as a person, when you're fueling your brain, when your moods are changing, when you're not on that sugar roller coaster, um, your perception of life as a person becomes different. You find life to be more enjoyable. You find yourself enjoying things. You find your confidence building in a way that you're able to invest in relationships differently. Mm -hmm. You find a fulfillment that honestly, like both you and I can honestly say, like we've, we've had weight goals that maybe were unhealthy and we've attained them. And even if it was in an unhealthy way, mm -hmm. and some of those seasons of my life are the most sad, lonely, miserable seasons I've ever had mm -hmm. that reaching your goal numbers does not equate to happiness. Mm -mm. Not at all. Especially if you're doing it the wrong way. I mean, right. if, you're, if your doctor has asked you to reach a goal and, and those kinds of goals are to be celebrated and they're awesome. But a lot of times, especially these days with... We put it on ourselves. Yes. Self-restriction. Yes. Crazy. And like as women, like we need one more thing to... <sighs> measure ourselves against uh -huh. and yeah. Yeah, bring ourselves down. Um, okay, how about we are going to go through real quick and just highlight the um, the different macronutrients and kind of benefits and the role that each one plays in we're eating. We'll start with our favorite one, which we've talked about at every podcast, protein. Yes. So just to clarify, so a macronutrient, like tracking your macros or a macronutrient diet, 
basically, or I don't know if that's a really great way to call it. I don't really like the word diet, but, um, but it's your diet. It's your nutrition following macros or macronutrient, a macronutrient plan, Mm -hmm. um, means that you get a number for each one of the three macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates, and fat. And you're trying to hit those goals. So let's say, you know, you have a hundred grams of protein every day. That's your goal of what you're trying to hit. 100 grams, these are not numbers that you should be hitting, but I'm just making them up. 100 grams of carbohydrates. Good disclaimer. Yes, please don't do that. Do not follow these numbers. (laughs) This is a very bad, we'll just say X number for protein, you're trying to hit that number. X number for carbohydrates, you're trying to hit that number. X number for fat, likewise. If you've ever heard of the zone diet, which was very common a while back, it's very similar to that. The zone is a straight 40%, 30%, 30%, which is also another just common way of tracking. We're not going to go into that and into going into numbers, but just so you kind of have an idea of what we're talking about. And um, so going back to proteins, which aren't necessarily the most important macronutrient, but they are an essential protein is essential where carbohydrates are not essential. Fat is essential, Mm -hmm. but um, protein is one of the most significant, especially as women, which is why we do talk about it so much. Absolutely. Um, It's the basis for all of our cell growth repair um, it provides a lot of, um, imp- you know, helps our muscles, connective tissues, metabolism. I'm like trying to think of all the things. All the things. The amino acids that help create your muscle, which is really, really important, especially as women. Again, especially if you're over that mark, as we're getting older, we're losing a small percentage of muscle every year just by default because it's the way that our body is breaking things down as we as we age. So we're having to fight a little harder to keep that muscle um, because it's what makes us strong. It's what gives us our posture. It's what's going to enable us to play with our grandkids when we get older, work in the garden. Right. And you're not, we're again, we're not talking about being a ripped muscular athlete here. We're talking about being a woman where you need to have muscles on your frame in order to support your life. And if you're not eating protein, you're going to lose any of that muscle mass. Absolutely. Protein is super satiating. So it keeps you feeling full. So a lot of times when I just feel like I'm having one of those days where I cannot, you know, get full, I'm so hungry, I could eat anything. Some days it's just because your metabolism is running so high. Mm -hmm. And with our cycles, that's just an inevitable part about being a woman. But a lot of days it's because I've been neglecting my protein or I've only had smoothies or for whatever reason, um, protein helps keep you full. It takes a little more energy to digest. Mm -hmm. So it is good if you're in a little bit of a metabolism slump by eating enough protein. And again, we advocate eating enough protein. So there are high protein diets out there. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about eating adequate protein for your personal needs. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, I'll like circle back at the end, but each gram of protein has four calories. Um, So when you look on a nutrition label and it says there's 10 grams of protein, that is contributing 40 calories to that food. Love it. Yeah. Because that's just some easy science to throw in there just for you to be able to calculate. And when we talk about fat in a little bit, you'll see the difference in why fat's a little little harder, but Um, delicious. All right. Let's go to carbs. I love carbs. Carbs have gotten a bad rap lately. They have. Although a CNN article just came out yesterday, um, and we'll post the link in the notes about... um, that cutting carbs too much will actually shorten your lifespan. You don't need excess carbs, but to go no carbs, um, we need somewhere in the middle. Um, they're a basis for all of our energy in life, and 
We can't live without them. We can't live without them. And there's a lot of our very micronutrient-dense foods are, in fact, carbohydrates. Yep. So All to, of our vegetables. Yes. Fruit. Eliminate carbohydrates. It's a really tricky spot. Now, if you're doing a ketogenic diet for medical reasons or for a short period of time, that's a different ballgame that we're not going to talk about. But um, as far as just general health... Um, you want, especially ladies, I mean, we all should really be moving in our life, whether it's walking, playing tennis, working out of the gym, doing HIIT classes, CrossFit, whatever you enjoy doing. We really do need that accessible energy mm -hmm. to feel our best, maximize our time at our workout, because there's no point of going and showing up for your class if you're feeling sluggish the whole time. Yep. Um, so carbohydrates are really, really important. They're really important. And they've proven like long-term restriction of carbohydrates actually damages your metabolism. Um, women, um, I love this just as a thought. Um, people, if you have a carb, you know, a heavy meal for dinner, water really binds to carbs. So people will be like, oh, I gained five pounds overnight. And I'm like, you just gained some water. Same way that people will do these, you know, one to two week low carb diets. And they're like, I just lost eight pounds. You did not lose eight pounds, you lost water. Um, that's because carbs carry the most water in there. Um, so that's just something to think about, especially when you're restricting your carbs. You're not actually losing body fat, you're losing water weight. So is as sexy again as it is to see the scale moving, you know, it's we're looking at long-term health, long-term progress. That's not it's, it's kind of lying to you a little bit because you're right. not making the type of progress that you think. No. When, and you're, you're just severely dehydrated. <laughs> do you just want to be dehydrated and the scale be like a tiny bit down? Or do you want to... And you're the same size. And you're not reaching your the goals that you think that you're reaching. So exactly. for a lot of us, weight loss equates to heart health. It equates to some... You know, when we have... When we're a little bit overweight in our midsection as, mm -hmm. as women, like it can tend to be around our organs and that's dangerous. So like you're, you're not really getting any further in those goals as you think that you are. Yeah. So we love carbohydrates. We, love we think that they're awesome. We love, and they're also same like protein. So every gram of carbohydrates is also four calories. So again, 10 cal 10 grams of carbohydrate would be 40 cal equate to 40 calories. And one of the cool things about um, macronutrients as it gives you the flexibility. So I've come from more the paleo side of things, which really changed my life because before I ate a lot of processed carbs mm -hmm. where now, um, I have the flexibility where most of the time I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables for my carbs, but I can eat chips or I can eat bread, a sandwich with bread and not feel like, Oh my gosh, you know, it doesn't feel that restrictive nature. And again, some of you for medical reasons are really have to avoid any sort of flour and sugar. And we totally understand and honor that. But for a general health purpose, it's nice to be able to have those options and not feel like paleo can tend to feel a little bit tunnel vision, a little mm -hmm. bit restrictive. And I think even the community would, would admit that. And so we love the idea of giving you all the freedom to enjoy cake at your birthday and not feel like, oh, I went off my plan or I cheated. Absolutely. That word drives me crazy. Like, Well, it gives you the freedom by, but then also kind of the boundaries of being like, oh, I can, I'm just going to have one piece because I know this is, you know, a lot of carbs in this piece, but I'm going to have it to help fill my day. And it kind of will stop you from maybe having three pieces. I mean, I've never done totally. that. Totally. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those other people. Those They're other worse. people. Those other people. Me. All right, so our final. Our final one. That. Which is so important. And I love 
the healthy relationship we can have with fat now, post-90s. Right? Oh my gosh. It's All beautiful. the low fat. and whoa. Yes. So fats are so important to our bodies, our brains as women. Again, they're satiating. They keep us feeling full longer. Probably why most of us on the low-fat diet of the 90s were like constantly hungry. Right. Our poor little bodies and brains were it, craving yeah. fat. Oh, I love, yes, it definitely makes you feel full a lot longer. Um, but again, there is a balance there because I do feel like with the paleo craze came a very high fat diet and, um, you know, lots of nuts and seeds, which are awesome. And we both eat a lot of them, but in moderation, you cannot have a bag of almonds for your snack and be like, why well, just say almonds? It's really healthy. You still can overeat on healthy things. Yes. And, and you might not even notice how it's making you feel. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like even I've, I've been to, I'm sure you have to like conventions that were or paleo-ish and they have all the samples and you're sampling all day long and by the end of the day you just feel like your stomach feels not so good and it's just that over intake of fats you're so measuring is very eye-opening when you measure peanut butter almond butter even just your oils when you saute your vegetables right. and oils are so good for you coconut mm -hmm. oil avocado oil but when you measure it and you see, okay, one tablespoon, this is what it looks like. Um, it's a lot of times different than when we're just chugging it all over right. our veggies or our salad. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's just about having the balance there. And the fat is the densest energy source. It's nine calories per gram, um, where that's almost twice as much as the other two. So if you have um, five grams of fat, then you're going to have 45 calories right there. So that's why it's a little easier to hit that number. And again, we love fat, but it's a little bit easier. That's why measuring things is imperative, whether it's avocado or peanut butter. I mean, just all the really delicious fats. We don't want to restrict that area at all, but we do want to measure so that we know what numbers we're working with. Absolutely. So all three of those work together. Um, again, kind of I'm visualize, visualizing the nutrition label um, and say one serving of chips is 100 calories. So those are the metrics, your protein, carbs, and fat, grams times the number, oh my gosh, the calories, adds the total, adds up to your total number. Um, so that's where, that's where those numbers come from. On any nutrition label, on any food, it's always broken down into the calories from protein, carbs, and fat. It makes sense in my head. I just it's can't really say it good. out loud. No, that was good, that was some math. <laughs> you threw some math at us. That's I know, no, I think that's good. It's just that understanding that like you've been eating macros all along. You've been probably slightly aware of them all along. This just kind of gives you an even better template, an even better way of organizing your food. You know, you can go through seasons where like with a lot of my clients right now, I'm telling them, let's make a goal of hitting 800 grams of vegetables every day. It's something I'm trying to do in my life just because I don't do it. But that just plugs right into your carbohydrates then and your macronutrient formula. Basically, any little goal you're doing, any way you're eating, if you're celebrating, anything can fit into this, this plan and help you feel your very best, reach your goals, and not feel restricted or like you're on a diet. A diet diet. We're a diet in a bad way. Yeah, absolutely. Your nutrition plan. Your nutrition plan. When did diet got such a bad word? I was just asking Christy. I was like, what does a diet actually mean? Because you say... My diet is 
this. Like it's what you eat. It's not necessarily the restrictions that we've all kind of like surrounded by that word. Absolutely. Where the definition of diet is literally the food that you eat. Right. But in American culture, I don't know if any other countries are so fixated on diet, which is so fascinating to me because we are the most obese country in the world. We have, we spend the most on healthcare. It's a whole nother podcast for another day, but it's just very fascinating because it's a I would guess multi-billion dollar industry, the diet Mm -hmm. industry in America between supplements and programs. And um, we want to encourage you all to live a healthy lifestyle that you can keep doing forever, really. And we keep saying, like, we love the word freedom because for both of us and our clients we've just seen, it provides such freedom of like, oh my gosh, I don't have to put all these restrictions on myself. I can just live a normal balanced life. I can sustain this for a very long time, forever, um, and feel great doing it. Absolutely. And one of the things we talked about this summer was you can't live in freedom and live in fear. Mm -hmm. So we love the idea of being able to help our clients eliminate the fear portion, whether it's fear of not doing the right thing, whether it's fear of going to a social event because we don't know how we're going to eat. You know, a lot of times diet culture promotes really isolated behavior, especially, you know, when you use it to an excess. And we want you to feel like you can go to your friend's birthday party and not have to feel like you're either, quote, cheating Mm -hmm. or not being able to participate. We want you to be able to be social. That's part of being healthy. Like if we look at a circle of health, social, engaging with others, going out to dinner with your girlfriends, that's all part of that huge health circle that makes you who you are. Right. It is about balance and um, it isn't It isn't a quick fix. You've got to be consistent. You've got to put some work in in the front to get your body. I mean, for a lot of us at this point, especially moms, I feel like we have to heal our bodies from like a lot of damage we've done over the last 10 plus years of yo-yo dieting, having babies. We've, I mean, we've... I hear it every day. We've all been all over the place, myself included. Um, so just a healing process and kind of like relearning what your body needs, what what feels good, getting that balance. Um, and it goes back to the basis of we talk about. Like we've been trainers. We both train people for a living. We see it. We see these women working so hard day in and day out on the fitness. And that's so important for so many reasons. And we can get into that another time. Um but to change your body and to feel your best, the nutrition piece, the 23 other hours of the day when you're with yourself, that's what's really going to make the make the difference. It is. That's really what inspired us to kind of move this direction, to add this piece into what we were already doing with our clients because we really do love our women and they work so hard. I mean, so many of my clients so hard. work way harder than I do yes. and we want you to succeed. We want them to succeed. And so... Like whatever we can do to give tools and help women be their very best selves. And um, I was just talking to my husband this morning because I just went for my first physical, physical since I've had children um, that was like a full blood panel. And I was talking to him about really if I look at some of the symptoms that I'm, I'm, that might be exacerbated right now, they really started back when I had mm-hmm. kids. And you mm-hmm. think that in our culture, We just probably don't let our bodies heal deeply on a hormonal level after we have kids. We jump right back into work, working out, we're busy. We don't always have the family structure there to help us. Um, We're just a, you know, you think about our bodies as women. Like we, I love that you said that because I think our bodies probably do need just some nutritional healing Mm -hmm. from certainly some hormonal healing, um, 
just a lot of different avenues that we're learning. Yeah. And we are at the phase of our life where, yes, we want to look good, but we also want to live a long time. We need to start really assessing health in terms of longevity as opposed to weight loss. And we've talked about, you know, in other episodes how, you know, we focus on our 401k. We want to make sure we're going to be able to retire, Mm -hmm. but then we also want to be investing in when we retire, I kind of want to be able to keep traveling and, you know, we can't predict what life is going to throw our way, but let's do what we can to give ourselves the best quality of life for as long as possible to the degree we can control it. Because that's, Ooh, I love that. That's like the beauty. That's the fun. Yes. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. We just come up with more podcasts from our <laughs> current podcast, if you haven't noticed. Um, well, this is awesome. I think this is a great start. Yes. This is just kind of our intro to macros. We're going to dive super, super deep into these things throughout the fall. Um, we have a really lots of big, exciting news coming y'all's way soon. Um, and we're just excited that you guys are with us and sharing your time with us. We are truly as y'all grow and learn, it makes us, I mean, we're growing and learning at the same time, but it just makes us feel so fulfilled to be a part of your journey in any way that we can, any way we can encourage you. Any questions that this um, episode has brought up, please email us because we are going to do, you know, we're just going to continue going just a little deeper into what that looks like for you, how that Looks like some of our favorites and all the different macro areas. Yep. And um, You can email us at info at livingandcollective.com. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us, guys. Thanks. I hope you have a great day. Bye.